0: Hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Galoot Podcast, and I'm mean your host, Michael David. Um, I, I shouldn't even be saying my name this often because um, you know now, you guys already know. But like, um, I'm excited today because I have a wonderful guest on the show. Um, we've been like cooking this for a while, so it's nice to like finally bring it up on the show. Yeah, and I know people have started asking questions about like traveling, migrating to the UK because everybody wants to go there and stuff. So now we have a guest on the show, and uh, this is really fun for me, and I hope you guys will enjoy it. On the show we meet today, we have Mr. DG on the show. Hello, boss. Good day. Good day. Um, nice
1: to finally be on here. I know we've had like um, some logistic issues, but now we're finally about to um, share some share some insights that would be helpful for anyone, or uh, which I hope will be helpful for anyone who is interested in um, immigrating to the UK for um, studies or for anything else as well.
0: Yeah so unfortunately just before we start now how are you doing how are you doing yeah i'm doing all right i'm doing
1: all right um, could be better I, right now i'm just craving some um, catfish
0: but unfortunately you cannot have that at the moment uh, can, can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> oh wow um so firstly um uh, my first question would be um how long have you been in the uk it's fresh it's fresh because i like i like asking this kind of questions where I'm like how long have you been in the uk you know that uk name looks very solid <laughs> it's very sweet indeed maybe it's
1: because of the uh, of the fact that um lizzie and uh and other people went around the world conquering maybe that's why it's it's solid um, <laughs> but for, maybe that's why um as before, to answer your question i've been the first time I was in the UK was in 20, um, 2014. um Then I finished uh, my masters, came back to Nigeria in twenty sixteen, and returned again uh, in twenty eighteen for another postgraduate program. Um, okay,
0: why did you travel Well, from your explanation? It's obviously like you went for like the purpose of education, or did you go mm-hmm. there as like a, a migration tactics just to like stay and. And let's keep um, like the
1: whole... <laughs> <laughs> um I think for me, would I say it's there was the migration tactic there, but that was not the, that was not the main the main that's like, we say it was like a secondary yeah. it was the secondary it was a secondary objective. Um, the primary one was just to advance myself. Because I had this like ambition of wanting to um, hit, of wanting to do another postgraduate um, program, and the UK offered me that platform. So I was like, okay, why don't, Why don't I um, seize the opportunity? Because even as at as at 2018, when I jumped on the offer, they had not even brought back uh, post study visa. So me, I already knew because I was there. I was here from 2014, so I knew the chances of people staying back after they finished their program was kind of like slim you have to just hope that you'd you'd come into contact with a very very exceptional employer who was willing to sponsor you and as that then it was difficult and even now i think now it's a bit uh, it's a bit better so we, we, we still never know what the future would hold but primarily it was not because of um, migration um, tactics because it was migration, I would have been looking at Canada. I would have been looking at Canada.
0: Right?
1: So that's 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 just me. That's just me for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that means you're saying that you travelled out of this country to travel back. To travel back? No. Yeah. Now, like, if you went for education, that's um for study, that's you went to study and come back. And we um, said 2014, and I don't think it was there then, so it's understandable. But living living <laughs> 2016. Oh, that guy
1: <laughs> remember remember I, when I came yeah. back in 2016 horrible was just starting the first year of his first time to so me yeah. I was keeping everything that was happening in Nigeria I was looking at the stunts that it was pulling with the policies and everything then and I wasn't really feeling it so I had no choice other than to return but I was still looking for ways to leave um because me I interpreted it as immigration immigration like um, um for me to just leave and not come back to Nigeria I mean you interview if you interview like 100 Nigerians 80 percent of them will say they don't want to return and and for them that's like their primary objective wanting to leave wanting to leave the country um for me I wanted to leave the country and i am being honest that the chances of me returning to to Nigeria in the next five years they're very very slim in the next
0: five years they're very very slim so, wow yeah. wow yeah. um so um do you don't miss nigeria at all do you do you miss nigeria
1: uh, i just i left nigeria i was in nigeria for like a year i came back in july 2021 so wow when, as soon as i landed the first thing i missed when i landed i was like, ah like oh, wow. i know the feeling bye thousand so yeah now try like <laughs> even, i was like ah if you want to buy suya so you know how much i would spend to buy suya so you spend at least like more than ten thousand to buy Suya, so and even the quantity of Suya so that you will buy if you spend that ten thousand in nigeria that's sweet. that ten thousand Suya so can last you for I... a month out <laughs> you <know>, has <laughs> you <laughs> for a month, like
0: it's it's ridiculous, yeah. Um, so like um one question I like to ask my guest is for you in um London, what are the things you miss about Nigeria and you feel like we in Nigeria should take advantage of now that we are here? uh I definitely miss the,
1: the, the... The standard of living is definitely different. Um, Don't mind me, I'm just going to be speaking from an academic perspective. The standard of living is something that should be, uh, that you would miss once you change um, borders. And I think that's one thing, the system, like healthcare system, the policing system, um, the infrastructural system, that one I do not miss it though. I do not miss it one bit. Um, uh, because like take for example now, um, yes, a couple of days, a couple of days ago, I just happened to go to the hospital to do like um to, to run some tests on myself. And even though I, I had to wait in the hospital for six hours, like i was still attended to and I did not pay a dime like I did not pay them I did not have to worry about someone going through the back door to say wow nurse nurse nurse, please I have someone you know do the normal thing I didn't I didn't have to worry about that I just knew that my turn would come I just had to be uh, to be patient and wait for for my time and I left the hospital I did not I still did not pay a dime I was still being attended to as a regular person in Nigeria, in Lagos, hey, you hear tales of people that say they've left their homes as, as early as five a.m. Because I used to work in, I used to work in the hospital, so you tell you hear people say I left the hospital as early as I left my house as early as five a.m. So come on queue here, yeah. and then you see one random person coming in by nine o'clock. Hospital sometimes they open by eight, sometimes they open by nine. Some random person will just come and then walk, jump the line. I go and see the consultant. Ah, uh, uh, It's not fair. They will complain and complain. And it's a, it's uh it's a sad state when you hear and you see things like that because it feels like people's perspectives of people are just being trampled upon just because of favoritism or nepotism or some benefit that they stand to gain, which should not happen. So, Mission Nigeria, apart from the, <clears throat> apart from the fact that you get to eat like, um, you get to pay a small amount of money for large quantity of food, which you cannot <laughs> get, like, and, Ah, even if you, <laughs> unless you are not cook cooking the food yourself, that's the only way you can get large quantity, like sometimes I just miss when I walk out of my building, I just look to the left, I just see one book like that, I can't, I feel confident enough to walk in, I say, Madam Alpha, you get today. She, she tells me, "Oh, this." Is, she tells me, "This is what she has." Yada yada yada. And I'm like, "Okay, madam, I better give me 200 naira. Um, I better make 300 naira." And then I tell her, "Give me plantain. Give me fish. Give me meat. Give me this. Give me that." And I feel like I know sometimes the quality can vary from booker to book, from boca to boca. But there's this satisfaction for me. Or personally, me, I love pop-off. I tell I tell a friend of mine, like, the spelling I was raised with pop like, right from Malturf. Like, when people used to go to school, they carry, like, food flasks and stuff like that. Me, that pop off, then they give me, make I use go to school. So, I miss when I can just, like, look at the side of the road and see someone selling pop up and say, oh, man, I beg, run me 100 nan pop off, make I chop. Like, I miss that, I miss that bit, like, yeah <laughs> you can't even get pop off like <laughs> that if you look left and right like you can't it's only places wow. like this is like london that like, you can probably walk into some stores and you find a pop-off and even when you find the pop-off you know how much they'll quote for you you can tell is it's like 20 pounds wow. or maybe okay let me let me let me know exactly let's just say like five pounds and five pounds can get you like eh, let's say like six six rubber rubber pop off six rubber ones like that whereas ah, five that pounds if you convert it i'm telling you whereas if you convert it six sorry five pounds multiplied by at least let's say let's say exchange with 700 that's like 3005. you know how I many even the pop off tell you bros
0: please come every <laughs> day you <laughs> <laughs> every day that you come i you want to be, be, be my <laughs> shareholder <with> <laughs>
1: exactly even even if like the like if you happen to be in an environment where they say uh um, ah madam madam no day today. she will tell boys that please when my regular customer comes tell him i'm available for just signal <laughs> me she will do anything for <laughs> you for three thousand three five what the pop where, where you where you want not see that one
0: Wow, yeah, that's that's so very very like that's something I know. Like me, I'm also like a popo fan. So um, I don't know, I don't know how I would do it when I get there. But like, from what you have just said now, that means cooking is a big business abroad.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. A, it is a big business. Like, um, like for example, where I am, where I'm staying right now, there's only one, I think one or two, um, Nigerian uh, businesses. That that are here. So, for example, jollof rice. Yeah, now we love that uh, jollof rice. You could decide to order like a plate of jollof rice, but the quantity, the quantity yeah. is like you know you go for one bears, like and they give you they say okay you want take away. They give you those transparent take takeaway packs, or even yeah. when you go to Mister Bigs and you say you want to buy other takeaway, they give you those. Transparent takeaway packs, like silver-coloured, somewhat. They can tell you that that's where they sell the jollof fries The meat, uh, if it depends on depends on the mood of the seller that day, <coughs> maybe package some uh, maybe meat that has the size of uh, what's the name, size of airport case, or if I'm being generous, one ah. full airport case and half airport case, and then you now have to pay like. Maybe twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine or let's just say at like let's say ten. Let's if you want to even just be generous, ten. And if you're still using the exchange rate of seven hundred there seven hundred times 7 grand for one transparent kidney like this, like for one transparent guinea. Ah, wow. Me, my, my me, you only tell my friends that I, I can't
0: um so for you that have traveled like to the to the uk like twice and i'm sure like during like your stay you have like probably traveled one or two times like to other places yeah yes yeah so i want to ask like what is your view of migration as a nigeria as a nigerian what's your view of migration how can you help people that listen to this and are planning to migrate what's how do you see migration
1: um Migration is a good thing. Um, You know how to say the world is now a, a global place. It is a good thing because you get to interact with people. You get to learn of other people's experiences. You get to share your own experience. You get to understand that your own experience is also the same thing as someone far away in Asia as experience, they're like, ah, really? It wasn't until I left, until, until I did my, uh, when I came to the UK in 2014, that I realized that the African culture and the Asian culture have certain similarities. I wouldn't have known if I stayed back in Nigeria. I'll just be there thinking that everybody, when you get my skin, their own experience, they're different, like, then they live life differently. But wow. with migration, I got to understand that. Oh, interesting. Like you know how like parties, the Europeans, the whites, Americans, when they're doing parties, some of them don't really like, like their family members don't really like big, big things like that. Some just like intimate settings, intimate weddings. Asians, hoo Indians, Chinese <laughs> um, people. Pakistani and Bangladesh, um, the rival Nigerians, the rival Ghanaians, the rival West Africans, the rival East Africans, the rival South Africans, in terms of celebration, they want everybody to know, like, you kind of feels like, and then they won't do parcels because they have more resources, they have, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are mounted. So they can throw a lavish party that can even be extended for days. I remember my friend was telling me that she had to travel from the UK to India and they felt like they blocked off like a major part of the, uh, of, the of the road in India for some um, for our friend's wedding. I was just like, wow. Wow. I think they said they brought, brought an elephant also. Which Nigerian wedding have you seen that they are bring in elephants?
0: Elephants. Like mm-hmm. the one in the drawing, or <laughs> life one. No, not even the
1: towel. You talk about the animal. Like to ride, to bring the person to like to transport wow.
0: Wow, oh, oh, that's really lovely. That. Wow,
1: they go, they go big. They go big. And that, and that's where like you will not get to know all these things until my until you get to experience traveling from countries to countries, sharing, learning of other people's cultures. Learning that, in some cultures, how they greet people. Like, same same way we look at it like in, in Africa uh, or in Nigeria and say, oh my, you cannot be in the same house, like, you will to wake up by 10 a.m. Are you alright? It's the same thing with Asian culture. You cannot be lazy, you cannot be idle. They will push you. Like, oh boy, you cannot come and be sleeping. I pay the bills, I do everything and you are still sleeping. Come on, we get out of here and go, and go outside and, and do some work. Like, you see it. That's why sometimes when people watch videos on TikToks or Instagram, and they're like, ah, interested. Ah, this person experienced this thing. Ah, me too. I did. That's the beauty of diversity. And that's what migration gives you. So anyone that wants to do it, jump at the opportunity. There are different ways to migrate, there are different ways to interact different ways to learn of other people's cultures you can do it through schooling you can do it through internships you can even do it by med traveling within africa obviously echo us um 16 countries if not more i think there's it's not up to 20. you can travel from nigeria go and learn the culture of benin, of yeah, benin actually... and go to togo and learn even around the world there are some countries where you don't need a visa to enter yeah you can, you can travel from nigeria to say you want to go to uh, let's say for example barbados all you have to do have your ticket fly there see the place explore and go back to nigeria so don't we shouldn't like limit ourselves this fine we understand that there are funds funding issues but as I say cut your quota according to your size do the one that you think your fund can allow you to do if it is schooling the opportunities you can get scholarship jump at the jump at the at the opportunity when you get to the country where you're domiciled you can decide to now travel based on that travel go and see other places that's that's my counsel
0: i don't know if you know but i'm still like in nigeria and people like i get messages like hey guy, did you say rejected my visa what do i do and i'm like firstly firstly <laughs> i never travel but like but like hopefully very soon yeah but but like i want to ask you during like your whole history of migration and all what's been like the biggest problem you have faced like in terms of migration like i've had people say okay they did not the, the school was not able to like probably post their transcript." So it was very hard and God did it or like something, something happened or the day something happened. Do you get know what I'm saying? Like people had just had stories of how impossible it was going to be and like things later kicked off and stuff like that. And I'm like, during like your migration at any point, what has been like the most difficult part of the journey? Difficult part?
1: <laughs> I might we get different stories. Every, everyone has different stories. Before I came in, in 2018, I was involved in an accident. And at that point I was like, I was even, I was nearly broke. I was like, ah, how about enter accident, broke person like me enter inside accident? How wanted sort out myself? I was afraid I was never going to be able to travel based on the impact of the accident. But thank God for healing. There are times when I think the first time I had the opportunity to travel, um, I was rejected. They reject my visa. I was like, ah, wow. How? They said I did not have sufficient um, ties to my country. Like, basically, I, I was going to Japan. I was like, Oma, when I relax, when I relax. That time I was still, I did my, because my undergrad was in Ghana. I was like, people, I mean, I'm about to start third year. You know, they say? I will just leave all these three years where I don't suffer. For Ghana, justly how to enter inside the UK. It's, yeah. it's, it's not that deep. Eh? It's not that deep. I wrote the we had to write the letter as a family saying, come on you people should reevaluate this thing. People are, yeah, unjustly. You just unjustly denied me uh, my my this application based on what? And it's not even like I've not even been denied. I've been denied multiple occasions, but come on. You just have to forge at it this is me being real you just have to continue you study what they say um, um, for example when they tell you you don't have sufficient enough home ties you look back at your application what is it that i did not do what did i not prove what did i not show them if it requires you writing a letter for them to for for you to appeal because sometimes visa officers reject error on like they make errors because but humans, let's face it, they make errors. So you, you can write a letter to that saying, I have sufficient enough home ties. I have a business, I have properties which I'm overseeing, this, that, state your claim. Let them see, let people see reason as to why. Because if you are not showing them enough reason, they will definitely say, ah, you cannot, do. You can, we cannot give you, we do not trust you. That's, that's uh, one thing there. Um, another thing there is that, when you are, you are at your, when you get the opportunity, like I've had the opportunity to sit down and do interviews for, for Visa. And one thing I, I always tell myself is that, keep it, keep it short and simple. Nobody wants to know about the long history, like all the experiences that you had, the extenuating circumstances. Yes, you can tell that at a later point, but for the purpose of doing your interview, just keep it short simple answer and that's what i've done um i think if i remember another challenging another challenging um another challenging period that i faced um in terms of like um in terms of migration um i think another one was funds. like i was recently it feels like you have to you face challenges but you overcome them i was recently denied um visa to go to australia why i did not have funds and it's not like there were no funds but the date the funds were supposed to land was a week after i was denied so there was nothing i could do about and other than just take it on the chin and move on like me as a person i just don't get to um like deeply involved in thought as to oh why did this why was i rejected why yes it's good to sit down reflect and find out what went wrong that's totally good but when you're so focused on the negative aspect you're like "Ah, i was rejected Ah, ah, ah," you 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 tend to it's difficult for you to think in a rational way in a logical way that would help you bring up your application and yeah. yeah so yeah i i hope i, I did I, I hope i answered the question properly because
0: yeah i think even one side i even like really enjoyed was where you made us understand that when you have when you when you get like um, a negative like response you can always like challenge it by like mm-hmm. writing back to them and stuff like that because some people would just be already tuned with accepting whatever it is. Yeah. All right, all right.
1: Actually, it's the same way when you look at like, let us let me use the analogy of football. Before they b- brought VAR, it was supposed to be the referee's decision is final, isn't it? But now they brought in VAR to challenge the referee's decision, like to put them on their toes, even though in, in English Premier League, they're still doing any, anything that they want to do. Football. <laughs> yeah, they're just probably people's moods, spoiling people's betting slips. That's their own cup of tea.
0: FPL but... just me like <laughs> Let,
1: let's never talk about FPL. I've, I've closed FPL for this month. I'll resume in February after I cup of nations. <laughs> right now, let's just leave that FPL as it is. If we are ninth out of 16, we are middle mid-table, so we're good. No, we're not relegation threatened. now when people make mistakes, they're humans, it's been shown time and time and again like, we are not perfect, we we have an obscured perspective, we have, we have, our thinking is based, often based on our experiences, it's not based on the other person's experiences, it's not based on the other person's perspective, and how can we do that? By letting the other person explain to us their own perspective, their own circumstance, that way, It helps us to have a fairly objective view of the whole situation. Using my rejection in 2010, when I got rejected, I was like, ah, how? How is it possible? Then we had to write a letter stating why I have um why I don't plan to Jagba. Why I plan to return back to my studies. I've done two years, two years, blood and sweat. Carrying handouts up and down the whole of Lebon. Omar, I was not about to forfeit it just to come and start. Yes, it would have been good, though, but I cannot come and forfeit it. I come and start doing the whole process of which program do I want to do, how do I want to do this program, how do I want to do the assignments, this, that, Hello. I was ready, all over again. So I stated all those things and wrote convincing, like, made compelling arguments saying this is what it is now i see why they often say in your personal statements right state why they should give you an admission letter because you are allowing them to see from your own perspective so when i did that i was able to explain my points and i applied again and i had it so delay as i said they say delay is never denial but when you have a denial, you need to investigate why was i denied is it unfair if it's if you feel it's unfair if you feel at risk, then you need to state your point. But don't state your point blindly, please. Do not state your point blindly. Yeah, you as well, you need to. <laughs> your mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, so I also want to ask like, um, I always love to know this is on getting to the abroad on Britain, England here. How did it feel? Like how was how was the experience as a first timer landing there?
1: First time I came was in the summer, so I didn't have to see any cold. I didn't have to wear plenty layers. Then by the time I came back again, hmm, first time I came, I think the first time I came in the in the cold period was in I think February thereabouts. about. Because in the world of Odon Lade. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> me. <dumb, yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, that code is slap here. Like your hands will be freezing. Right? You'd be like, ah, you have to put your hands in your pocket. I like, you really used to see them like back in, back in the day, you see them on TV wearing plenty layers, and you be like, okay, this is style. But you do not know why you are just impressed with the external appearance and to me I saw it I was like, "Hey, I'm on then the dead person so you better keep up or else now hospital you go to sleep too fast <laughs> because our body is not regulated to to such, um, to such weather. We are from the tropical region and this is the temperate side so that was like that was a surprise for me um Another surprise there was like seeing people being orderly. Like, I think the first time I came in 2010, I would be inside the bus. I would not hear a single pin. Wow. Like, even when there are circumstances like that, maybe someone wants to double cross you or someone is driving, moving mad in front of you, they still would not even honk. They'll probably just flash and be like or bring out their hand outside of the window and maybe just cause you out or just with the windows up because i mean it's cold so nobody has started to wind outside the code to go and slap them they just swallow everything like swallow everything inside like, this guy this guy is doing nonsense it's doing nonsense but yeah um that was like some some of the like, like that was a surprise um, for me as well. Like mm-hmm. the hon one, now we they still in shopping today. To like, well, like I've seen them, I've seen people honk. So it's not like they don't, they don't use their honk, or their cars are not fitted with honks, uh, but they just like maintain how they use it. They don't just use it in really. Yeah, um,
0: Yeah. So like, what in terms of like adaptation? Like how were you able to like adapt to especially doing like the code with? Because um, I interviewed someone in England one time, and one thing he said that I found very funny was like he said, "I cannot explain the code to you; you have to come to understand." So, how how did you how did you cope with like how were you able to adapt to this?
1: Well, even myself, I, I see the shock. I saw how I take adapt to them um... <laughs> I never know, but. I think it has to do like, some, I might be delving into some bit of like, biology here. Like, there's, is it homeostasis or so, your body regulates itself, when it's
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: When, when the temperature, the external temperature changes, like, that's, that's one thing. Um, also, I think, just going online to think of like, the best outfits to wear, like, type of type of material to, for, for, for one to wear, like when the the cold comes, because there's no way, even if you buy your winter jacket from Yaba, like even some people, some winter jackets there for you, yeah, if you buy an online safe, like the cold will see slap you. So it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, I think it's just, it's unexplainable, but well, I know definitely like the homeostasis place, uh, place a part there, so and then the kind of um, the layers that you put on. That's why you see some people when they wear clothes like this, it will be like say they are. It will be like they are buff. Right? You see them, go like they chest. No more. Like, and I just all the plenty, plenty clothes them they wear on top of their body.
0: One other thing you mentioned was that you were in Nigeria for like a while and like you worked like in the hospital in Nigeria. So I want to know how has it been working abroad and working in nigeria in terms of customer service the whole um what they call it office politics and all like how has it been working abroad and how can you compare it with working in nigeria
1: i see the office politics office politics they everywhere i don't have come to realize we did everywhere um i think then interestingly i actually work in the customer Customer um, service department, like, totally okay, so' this case of attending to the customers. Wow, but sometimes, sometimes they be see like, the customers and they overdo the privilege. Like, honestly, there was a there was a time a customer called one time and it was saying, "I lost an item. You should be able to help me out." And I'm like, papa how would they help you? I never know where you <laughs> do that. I never know." <laughs> We did they drive the way we take lose the item said, like, like, how will they help you? This guy was about that you have to help me. There's, uh, you can call the driver, you can call the conductor, I'm like, Bros, please. I do not know anything. You lost your item. It's your fault, it's not me. Let me, let me rest. Don't come and be shouting on top of my head. Honestly, i was at was there for like 30 minutes. I was like, it was in Nigeria. Come on, if I don't call the call, though, if I don't come to go, say, 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 I'm going to have done my best to you people, you get stronger, you have to come out here. So there's nothing I can do for you again, please come on, be going. But I was like, yeah, no problem, no problem, we'll go rough out. We'll just, we'll just, if we want them on top of the call, Oh will have a lot I'm going like, to quiet on top of the call. You when know, they ask me afterwards, uh, I'll explain to them. And luckily for me, customers customer was like, okay, thank you for everything that like, you immediately gave everything that I had per policy. And I was like, okay, no problem. Um, so there's nothing that you can do to help me. I said in a very confident manner, yes, there's something I can do to help you, other than what I've done with. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. Bye-bye. So those things like that, like you should I think it's just I would rather put it down to like like human rather than being human as well as like um the other influences on um, on on our behavior culture um our environment family and everything um but I then the if we have that mindset of wanting to treat people um for being who they are as humans rather than for being of a certain tribe or being of a certain um race or anything like that, then there will always be, there will always be issue. and that's something that is even like in Nigeria, like in Lagos, uh, it's, it's rampant. Like we are always, we're always going to think with the mindset of what we stand to benefit, rather than just helping, for the, for the basis of helping, just let me help you, because I want to help you, but no, as is, what can I start again? get? How much this guy will give me? Like, if your car stops on the road, there's only someone that will be like, eh, bros, I go help you, but you will give me something, you will find me something. Like, I remember when, when I was in Lagos recently, and then um, I kind of had an issue on the road. Oma, you just, I, from nowhere, you just see like four boys just gather, say, bros, alpha, anything for us. When I initially said, Oma, nothing for now." Come on, come and see how it was just me. Me again, one against four person. You like Lukaku against all the four defenders. <laughs> <laughs> but these guys are like, among We don't feel uh, anything. Like they like, you have to sort of us all we'll we go take one thing from your motto. And that they were already like, oh, we'll take out the radiator cover or we we'll take out your battery. And when you look at it, you against four people, how do you want to do it? like how you want to take down so but um that's then how i was just able to do was that like, like being not being like fretty or being like anxious because yes you're, you're bound to kind of like fret and get um, nervous but i was just like come on maintain cool maintain cool i thought i thought about it but live your life your life is sacrosanct your life is important Event won't happen, just here leave the motto for that. Just here, leave the motto because with motto, you can always buy another one, you can always repair it. But with life, you cannot get it to the same shape that it is. So I was like, okay, alpha. Then I started to converse with them, like alpha, now see you and I know they won't help me. How do I, wanted, I wanted, How you go things I like will just drop on the phone or like that. And then that's when they were like, okay, okay, let's see what we can do for you. So coming back to how you, how you interact with people also matters, because if myself I continued like raising my voice, Amo, we might not even be having this conversation today, Seth, because it will have been something else, will have just been, will have just been another incident on the news. So, that's something like I've learned so far. And another important thing, I'm Amo, you know how they only say African time? Right now, I do not joke on my time. Like, if I tell you I'm going to go at a particular place at a particular point in time, I will be there. <laughs> you know we say, you can not tell me, say, let's, let's all gather together at a place by 4 p.m. Then so come 4.45. <laughs> 4.30, 4.45. On. If you may I give me my time 4 p.m. and I'm there by 4. By 4.30 you're not there. I'm not carrying my like not I will not waste my time because I've come to realize that. You being punctual sales, you like you can, you, you have so much time to do the main meeting and also like do other things that are related to what you came there to do. So, that, but that's what people do not realize. They're always after like the social side like, that they just look at the main purpose of gather, gathering, the main agenda rather than there could be other agendas. And if you come late, you will not be able to achieve or discuss the other agendas. But yeah, that's that's
0: something I've learned. Wow, wow. So um, as we come to an end, I also wanted to know what advice you have for people that want to migrate, people that want to leave this country, people that no want to wait for the next election. Because if you do our shoes, if you don't go wait for the next <laughs> election, um, so <laughs> what advice do you, do you have for for them?
1: If you want to leave. Not in the words, okay, yeah, in the words of... in the words of... Chris Daniel and Davido. if you want to leave or be or leave... If you want to leave, leave, but make sure you are doing it in the right way. Like, do something that you would not have to kind of like compromise yourself, because you often think that uh, it's not going to come back to bite us, but trust me, the world is such a small place that you can actually come back to pride you. So if you going to be school, I think usually it's often school that people use. And if you school, try as much as possible to maintain good grades. Um, try as much as possible to build um, connections, build friendships. Because these are the people that will come to help in terms of anything, be it if you need food, if you need job, they can come to your aid. So, but if you decide to burn those bridges, it will be difficult for you to like develop yourself. It will be difficult for you to have like um, to progress to be successful in life. Um, Job wise, there are different um, platforms. If you go online, just look for jobs. Like, and now we live in an live in an age whereby uh, for jobs, you know, people employers or recruiters are often interested in all the other soft skills that you've kind of like, assembled over the the years, over the months. So, equip yourself, develop yourself, so that when the job does come, if the Obodo job can't come, you have packaged yourself in such a way that, you would be shortlisted and possibly even given the job, and all the benefits that come with the job. For anything that wants to do, anything that relates to, like Japan, not like migration. Always do your research, always ask people that in the people that are currently in that line of work. Not necessarily travel agents, because sometimes travel agents don't know everything. But go online. Go online. You find resources that would be helpful to, to you. You don't necessarily need to rely on like the information from a Nigerian. You can rely on information from a fellow West African. Just do enough, like, do your own research, don't just jump at it, because uh, like Baja said, oh, this is where I'm going to, and it's too good, you know, find out why, do enough research, that you, yourself, you'll end up having strong convictions about it, and most importantly, once again, never compromise yourself, never.
0: So yeah. Thank you so, so, so much. I really appreciate this was like very 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 wonderful and i know a lot of people would would gain from this because most times especially recently i've been getting a lot of news about like moving to like the uk and i'm always wondering what would they go find for this place. like with the amount of tax you guys pay <laughs> regularly like with people they well, what is really even in the uk that people, do you think it's worth it this whole jackpot to uk that people are doing
1: uh yeah it, 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 it's it's for me it's a it's a bundle of like mixed onions Like yes there's the financial stability there's the health um health perspective as well but also it's also like the like you said like the tax so well luckily the tax doesn't start until you start earning above a certain pay bracket and when you do your calculations you can still be living sufficient enough to kind of like, survive. But um, well, I think for most people, it's just the fact that being in a system that works, being in a system that's different to that of Nigeria, is just something that is good for them, if I'm being honest, like, because Nigerians, we've, we've, been, through <laughs> we've been through a lot, we've been through a lot.
0: No more, I, we don't just... lie. I swear, we've been through a lot oh. though. We just need
1: to be thank in the you. Moment that just you feel pampered
0: thank you so so much. I really appreciate it it's, it's a very big honor for me to have you on the show thank you so 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 much.